Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and we're less than six days away now from the start of the first test in Hyderabad. And uh, it's finally preview time. Yep, that's right. We can now officially talk about all of the fun things that we have been uh, patiently waiting to talk about. Uh, Where can we start? Uh, Who will keep wicket for England? Bearstow or folks? Maybe Pope? Is there any chance whatsoever that England can win a test? All the series. How many tests will Jimmy Anderson bowl in? How many tests will Ollie Robinson bowl in? Who is England's second spinner? What about India? Are they under pressure? I guess they are. Um, they've just lost a World Cup final in India, of course. They've lost a test in South Africa. Will they be producing turning tracks? Or will that let uh, England into the equation a little bit more than maybe people uh, can give credit to England for? So a lot of questions. Um, and we've got some, some good people to answer those questions. Steve Harmison, don't need to tell you too much about him. He is pretty much everywhere on Talk Sport. Monty Panasol, uh, a man who won in India back in 2012. Jarrah Kimber, few know more than he. So, uh, so yeah, sit back, enjoy. Uh, the video version of this, by the way, is available across on the Talk Sport Cricket YouTube page. Check that out, subscribe. Uh, you'll be able to listen to commentary on there as well as Talk Sport 2. Uh, so uh, so do that. But for now, it's preview time. Give yourself half an hour and enjoy. Thanks for listening to Following On. OK, guys, we cannot move for headlines suggesting England are going to struggle in India. So let's start with a little bit of positivity. Um Let's start from an impartial perspective Why first. Why would I be positive? <laughs> uh, surely you want to see uh, attacking, interesting, uh, back-and-forth cricket. Okay. Over, right? So, it, All from, right. Yeah? Let's pretend that's true. Let's pretend that's true. Let's give me, in 45 seconds, a reason why England will go on to beat India. So... Australia won a test against India because India were basically making sure that the pitches were so helpful to the spinners that it became a lottery. We know they're going to do that again. They've doubled down on it. They've said they're going to do it. You throw baseball into that, and I do think there is an element um, at the very least of uh, India could get themselves in trouble in a couple of test matches. There will be one local place that will not do the pitch game, 
as we, we saw last time, uh, and we've seen a couple of times before. So I do think that the, the possibility of India making some of the grounds that they should just win at into lottery grounds, and then Baz, a little bit of baseball confusion or baseball success at times could be a way for England to lose less less poorly. Is that what you wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> Look, there's question marks about how England are going to take 20 wickets. So in a way, this would enable them to take mm. 20 wickets, wouldn't it, Monty? That's actually the best possible way of them winning the toss, batting first on these ridiculous turning pitches. That, in a weird way, makes more sense for England to win a game than if it's a flat track where the Indian batters are going to take control. And, of course, they've got, you'd, you'd say, the more experienced and better spinning attack. Yeah, look, I think England got, you know, um, every chance of winning test matches out there. You know, they've got to have a positive mindset. Ben Stokes himself, he's got to think to him, you know, can I actually, can I make baseball successful on turning pitches? That's going to be his obviously biggest challenge because in England he can do it where the ball, you know, does seem but doesn't turn as much. But on the turning pitches, can you do it? That is the sort of carrot that's dangling, you know, for Ben Stokes. You know, he's chasing that. And if he, if he, if he does do that and he wins in India, He'll probably be known as one of the greatest captains ever, you know, uh, to captain, you know, England and one of the greatest captains ever, you know, in test cricket, because that is going to be the hardest challenge. Like, like, you know, like we said, back, back, it was back, I think, you know, 2012 when, uh, England, when we were, I was with the England team and when we won then, but 10 years after that, no other team has done it. And I think the, the young spinners, they don't need to turn it much. You know, I think like Jared said, you know, the, the turning ball is going to help the young, inexperienced spinners to think you just got to land it in good areas, let the pitch do the rest. So that takes a lot of pressure off them. But it gets Ben Stokes to be creative with his field setting, you know, go into the face of like uh, Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma, play on their egos. And sort of Ben Stokes sort of says, yeah, that's what that's what I'm going to do. I Give me any any 11, I can go to India and I'm going to win that test series. And that's, I think, what Ben Stokes is the you know, biggest challenge at the moment. Well, Harmi, you, the, I think we commentated on New Zealand, India, mm. where the pitches were pretty fair, really, yeah. for, mm. for both sides. And then we both watch Australia, India, right? Australia turned out with Matt Kuhneman, who basically never taken a wicket in his life before he went to India. Todd Murphy, still like a work experience kid, and, and Nathan Lyons. So they have one top class spinner there. They were in a lot of those test matches, right? And the other reason they were in it is because Travis Head smashing the ball everywhere. There is a bit of a template there for, for that sort of thing. Whereas I think what John's saying is if India did flat pitches, how are the English spinners going to out, outmaster Akshar Patel, yeah. Tadeja and Ashwin, right? So if they do go with this, it does actually open up the, the possibility for like Ben Stokes to play a great innings or, you know, is that Crawley to get away a couple of times and completely change how the series is going? Yeah, it, it's a bit like having Green Seamers in England. You know, you win the toss, you come on the back end of the wrong side yeah. of the toss and all of a sudden you're chasing the game. I think it comes down, I think how England win is a mindset. I think the mindset of Ben Stokes and Brendan McCollum and the environment they've set is is huge for this cricket team. I think that's going to have to be big. I think Ben Stokes himself will his his psychology as a captain, his leadership qualities is going to be not only is it going to be tested, but if if they are to what they have been, the standard they have been, I think England have a chance because Ben Stokes is going to have at least one spin bowler who's never bowled in India. He's going to have one spin bowler who's you know, reasonably inexperienced when it comes to you know, first-class cricket as well as you know, red ball cricket, shall we say. And he's got to convince that bowler that 
mid on and mid off I've got a steal to Virat Kohli who's coming down a wicket and belting him in the back and then he's got to he's got to convince him that you know Tom Hartley or Rian Ahmed to keep bowling the way we've we've set the plan keep bowling into that area and that youngster's going to go hold on he's banging me for six why am I not putting a man back and I think the contest like what you're saying Jared if the pitches are spin friendly and it does bring I think a little bit closer to yeah. sides closer together I think I, I if I was advising Ben Stokes I'd say get get as many contests as you possibly can have as many contests between player and player and if you can get that you've got a chance of winning you're not going to look at the game Ben never left the game drift he never lets anything meander on but if you can get into a contest you more or less turn it into like what white ball cricket is so it's you know, he, Ben's going to keep men up. He's going to keep that man up. And he's basically saying to the batter, well, you go and take the risk on that spin friendly and that spin turn and wicket. The hardest challenge for me, what I see when it comes to out there and conditions and playing out there, I think it's going to be very difficult to start your innings in them conditions, the spin friendly conditions. And I think what Ben might, what Ben will do because we've seen him captain the way he has done. I think you risk going for a few boundaries to get that wicket to then put pressure. Cause I think that's how we, I would, I would say that's how England are probably best suited to win the contest. So, okay. So compare captains then. Stokes against Rohit. Look, Rohit is probably a more um, traditional captain, I think, than Stokes. Obviously, Stokes is you know infused with basketball, but probably would have been pretty re- revolutionary captain without McCullum there as well, right? Rohit knows how to win in India. The reason their wickets are like that is so that Jadeja and Ashwin can play longer, mm. right? So they're, they're, they're taking a long-term view, and they're going to lose a couple of test matches in, in a thing. He's not going to go out and out with anything radical. Their most radical leader would be Ashwin. Like Ashwin would be the one that would come up with all the random stuff if he was in charge. Rohit is just going to say, we, you know, Rohit himself is going to be like, oh, I'm going to make two scores in this series that are probably going to be defining because he's done that almost every time of recent time. He's probably the best player on those wickets in the world at the moment. And, and he will be, he will think that the English players, the way that they attack will eventually make a mistake. If you look at what they did in the back half of that series that we did last time, that's what happened, right? They just, they, they realized, and that was before baseball, but they realized that uh, eventually those batters would make mistakes. Um, I think the issue for India is, is none of their batters outside of Rohit particularly like those wickets either, right? And, and that's why I think the stuff that Harmy was talking about is really interesting because at that point, Monty, you're actually playing into the insecurities of the Indian batters. None of Pajara and Rahane are no longer playing because they're both averaging in the 30s because they're playing on, on turning wickets all the time, right? If you can get back into the heads of, of that sort of stuff and then you bring in the randomness of McCullum, I think you have a chance of actually getting to the Indians because this is not... They just went to South Africa and got rolled for no runs, right? They've been rolled for no runs at times in Australia. They've struggled in other places. This is not one of those Indian batting lineups where you just go 450 check. They don't bat like that. So you can put that pressure onto them. And that's something that I think Rohit will wait for England to make mistakes, whereas, uh, you know, McCullum and, and um, Stokes will try and push the other way. And that's what you have to do with young spinners as well, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, what, they, I think what England need to do is get Rohit Sharma out early. If they keep doing that consistently uh, every test match, I think he'll put pressure on, on the India batting lineup. And then the likes of Ben Stokes getting in the space of Virat Kohli, you know, reminding the likes of Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma, you know, what happened? You got to the final of the World <laughs> Cup, but you choked, didn't you? I got to the final, we won. You know, here comes, here comes the chokers. He's got to get in the psyche. He's got to be like that. He's got to get into their, into their egos. He's got to play onto their egos and they think, hey, 
what's Ben Stokes, you know, coming to India telling us how to play cricket? And then once they start playing with the egos, then you see a different reaction. They say, right, well, let's go after the spinners. Let's go after them. And that's where Ben Stokes says, guys, he's coming after you. I'm going to be great with my field setting. Keep bowling your best ball. It's going to turn, but we'll get him. Yeah. That's how they got it. That's how I think Ben Stokes got to play these kind of games and strategies. Look, the Indian players, uh, we know that they're struggling with the pressure of being Indian players, right? And so, you know, they probably should have won at least one of the T20 World Cups that just happened. They certainly should have won the ODI World Cup. They should have won one of the two World Test Championships they went up to. And they've just gone to South Africa. Again, let's be honest, a South African team that these two might actually be batting at number eight for, right? <laughs> and have absolutely been, you know, yet well, again. They've done that twice, haven't they? A couple of times recently. They have more pressure on them than they've had in a long time. And yes, we know that Coley is probably starting to find some form after a long period of time. And Rohit's still going to be the best batter of either side on those kinds of pitches. That's not the whole team, though, right? So you can put pressure back on this side. I think probably when England last toured and even when New Zealand and Australia were there, it's a little bit different. That team was pretty confident then of, you're going to turn up and we're going to smash you. Mm. I don't know if they're quite at that level anymore, India, because of everything that has gone on in the last uh, few years. There's a lot of losses there when teams have put pressure on them. And, and you can go back to the fact they should have won that series against England, came back for the, the, the test match after a year off, and England smashed them in the face a little bit. There is extra pressure on India here. Whereas, let's, if we were, you know, being very honest, no one would actually suggest that England was going to win this series. We all think India is going to win this series. I don't want to put words in the rest of your mouth, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot more pressure on India again. And we have seen in times, Army, when the pressure is on them, they don't play their best cricket. No, they don't. And I think that the pressure on them like that, and it'll be intriguing to see where the wickets are and what the wickets are, because, like you said, Pujara and Rahani have gone and they've gone because of the numbers that they have on the surfaces that they're playing on. If they put on better wickets, you would, you would, you would expect them to get obviously a bigger score and that puts pressure more and more on England because England's bowling unit. I think that England are, England are obviously second favourites because of the, I think the bowling unit. For me, the, the bowling unit is where the weakness is in, 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 in this series. You know, you look at, you're talking about um, Sharma, Robert Sharma and, and Ben Stokes and you know, the difference between the two captains. I, I think if they're both, you know, if you're brutally honest, the both of them look at it in the mirror and go, well, Robert Sharma's thinking, I know how I'm going to get 20 wickets. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't think Ben, I think if he, he as much as the, the big, big chest pump it out and bravado of Ben Stokes, I think if he, if he's really brutally honest, you know, how he gets 20 wickets will be a lot, it'll be taking a lot more and a lot harder well, we'll than, what, than what Rowett would be. And I think that's, that yeah. will be the, that's a, for me, that's a difference. But, but imagine, series. imagine your captain, it's a bit like the Ricky Ponty thing where he had McGrath, yeah. Warren and, and Gillespie. So, oh, McGrath and Warren, they're not having a good day. I'm just going to throw the ball to Brett Lee and Jason Gillespie. We'll see how it goes, right? And it's, you've seen Ashwin sometimes, he get, uh, you know, he, it just is not coming out of his hand right or he can't get his angles right. Now, like, we're just going to have to go to um, Akshar Patel, who averages like minus seven in test cricket. So, but, you know, oh, oh no, our spinners aren't working. Is Boomer around? Is yeah. it, you know, like it is, it's a completely different kind of set of tools that both teams are working with, right? And the way that Stokes works with those young spinners, I mean, what, what's Rohit going to say to Ashwin that Ashwin doesn't know, right? Like maybe occasionally there'll be a slight tweak, but Ashwin knows what he's doing, whereas Stokes will almost be bowling for those guys at times, right? Like it's a completely different world. Thanks for listening to the following on podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review, or you can now tweet us at cricket underscore TS. As well as that, you can now also watch us on YouTube. 
So for regular cricket insight from the likes of Bumble, Goffey and Harmy, live cricket commentary and exclusive video content that you can't find anywhere else, search for the TalkSport Cricket YouTube channel. Time to get back to the show. What about wicketkeeper? Who's going to keep for uh, England? Who, who would you have with the gloves first test? I'd probably go with Folks. Monty? Yeah, you got it. Folks. Why? Because in the last test in India, he was there. His his, his wicket keeping skills are unbelievable on turning pitches, and I think so. The spinner. If you're bowling, you want you want those chances taken. No disrespect to Johnny, but you you want your number one keeper. Yeah, you want the number one keeper playing. So I I, I think England should go with Ben Ben Folks. What do you reckon? I think if you're talking about low scoring test matches, you you need a wicket keeper who's going to take as many chances as possible. So we've all got folks in, right? Well, you three have got folks in. Besto plays though. Yeah. At probably at five, five, six, six. Is it BAB six? When so who's at three? That that would be my only problem because I'm going to Joe Root to go to three. Monty, where does Besto play? Where does Besto bat? If you've got Crawley and Duckett, of course you've got Root. Yeah, you, and you, could, you, could, you could bring and Brook. You, you can bring Besto at three as well. Because I think he... he, he did that Lumpy, didn't he? Yeah, he attacks the spinners I've got well. a feeling that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he, he attacks the spinners, goes after them. It's either Pope or Best, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's the... the, the I just yeah. don't think Pope's going to make any runs on these wickets. Unless, it, unless If it's flat wickets, that, mm. that, that changes things. But he, he couldn't play Ashwin, right? He just couldn't understand what Ashwin was doing to him. And he's, a right, he's also a right-hander against a bunch of left-arm finger spinners. I just don't see how, unless something's massively changed since the last time I, I saw him in, you know, in those sorts of conditions, I can't see how he would make runs. I, I don't know if they could start with him um, and be confident. The only thing with that is if you don't pick Ollie Pope... Mm. This is kind of where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't pick Ollie Pope, you're basically... If something happens to Ben, ben Stokes... Ollie Pope's captain. Well, funny so you should say that. That, that. So let's just how imagine. Can you have, how can you have? How can you have somebody twelfth man one day and captain the next day? Well, well Travis Head was uh, vice captain of Australia even while he was dropped for about six months. Yeah. Once so, no one updated the press release. Yeah. So who captains England if Pope is out the side? Well, he's not because if Stokes Stokes you, comes out, then Pope. That just in. bring the hope back in. But would you do? Would you do that? That's exactly yeah, what so you're like saying. You can't do because. You are because you, you you're basically picking Ben Stokes. Forget the bowler; he's not even not whether he bowls again ever in his career. We, we he's got to bowl spin, isn't that. he? Well, yeah, I think he's going to bowl. But we we see in the nets him bowl and spin. We also see Joffrey Archibald left arm spin. So yeah. you you can't really take away what the nets is. But if in the grand scheme of things, Pope if, if Stokes doesn't play, Pope plays. Then Pope's captain. Yeah, you've, you've made the choice of his vice captain. So hang captain. on, hang on, right. You've kept him in. So both. Stokes misses the second test because he's tweaked his knee. Pope comes into the second test, scores whatever he scores, 20-odd, right? Stokes is then fit for the third test. So what do you do? Then you, you make a tough call, i.e. if a Crawley's not batting very well, if a Duckett's not batting very well. I can't see well, that happening. So but you have to make a tough it's call. That, and the one that thing, will not happen. I just think by the time they get to the third test, they might have multiple options of people yeah. not making runs. <laughs> and okay. if, that, if, that's, if that's the case, if that's the case, then folks will probably go out the team best or captain, uh, best or keep wicket and Pope will come in there like they did in Pakistan. But the one thing I will say about this bunch, the key McCullum and Stokes, is when they've had big calls to make, they've made them spot on, I think. I really think in over the course of the tenureship of McCullum coming in as coach, Ben Stokes as captain, Rob Key, director of cricket, who was like the big three of the leading the, the selection panel, 
when they've had a tough call, i.e. Oli Pope kept in Pakistan. That was a, that was an, an interesting call. It was a tough mm. call. It was the right call. They've made some, they've made some big decisions, some key decisions, and I think they've got them right. So what your question is, if Stokes goes out, Pope comes in, scores runs, and then Stokes is fit again, I fully back and trust that Ben Stokes, Ben, uh, Brendan McCollum and Ben, Ben, uh, Rob Key will pick the right, make the right call at leaving whoever they, they think is the best person to leave out to make sure that they've got enough runs to utilise the third or the fourth test head goals. Okay, so let's look at the bowlers because, again, it's all a bit weird. How many tests do you expect Anderson to, to play? <laughs> three? Um, it should be three. three. Think, that does make sense I think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, Leach will play all five. I yep. mean, obviously, form, fitness and, yeah, and yeah. all the other stuff. It's not, I don't think form's going to matter. He's no. just going to play yeah, all five yeah. as long as he well, can get I mean, out there. Well, yeah, Fitness. but there, there are other things, aren't there? Um, Mark Wood, two or three? I three, think Mark Max? Wood, I think Mark Wood, three. Will England, I think it's going to be interesting. Going into Hyderabad, I, I thought England would play two and two. Two seamers, two spinners. Um, England might go into Hyderabad and pick three seamers and just possibly pick Jack Leach and go with Joe, Joe Root. Um, to get them into the series, and then they'll have to manage the workloads. After that, yeah. I was I was of the opinion of one from Anderson and Robinson, and one from Atkinson and Wood in the rotate a quick bowler through the air, mm. reverse swing. But can you have Wood Anderson, and then and in inexp- you've also could got, you have Atkinson and Robinson and Atkinson and Robinson? That for so me, you might have to split. It seems it's it, 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 that, it comes back to the fact what we said before how they're going to get 20 wickets mm. and the bowling attacks they've got. So Jimmy, you'll be Jimmy bowl. I thought Jimmy bowl brilliantly out there last time. Mm. And I expect him to do exactly the same job. Um, Wood for me, will play three test matches because you need his pace. And uh, the, the likelihood is he plays the first one, the third one, you might have to play, you might have to gamble him if, if and play him to in a back to back one, if you feel as though that's the right test to play and to go and win or, to stay in the series. Even if he plays back-to-back, none of these guys, are, unless they go in with the 3-1 lineup, three seamers and one spinner, none of these guys are going to bowl like 50 overs in a test match. No. So we do, We I know it's draining being out in the field. Um, you know, Harmi's looking at me as if to go, have you, you stand in the field for two days and watch BBS Laxman hit you everywhere. But yeah, exactly. It's not, he didn't hit me everywhere, it hit him everywhere. I just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just fetched it back. Um, <laughs> I just stood in the field. But, but the point being is it's not quite the same as going to Australia if you're a fast bowler in Australia, you know you're going to have to bowl, yeah. you know, 25 to 30 overs in the first innings and 15 to 20 in the second innings. And if, if they get on a run, it's going to be even worse than that, right? Um, it is a little bit different. So you can possibly play back-to-back tests because Wood might only bowl 18 overs in one test. You've match. also got that seven-day gap, haven't you, between the second and yeah. third test yeah. matches. So you can... And the fourth and fifth. And the fourth and fifth. Which does seem like a long, long way yeah. away, doesn't it? But it does afford you just a little bit of yeah. breathing room to try and while we're working out then. I still think there's a, I think there's one more bowler to come into it. I think there's a bowler with the Lions at this moment in time, whether it's Potts, whether it's Cars, Fisher's out there at the minute, try to think the other seamer, uh, Laws is out there, the other seamer. I think one of them comes into the squad. I, I can't believe that for five test matches, England will only carry four seam bowlers. So I think there'll be one of them gets, gets brought in. Um, on, on whoever's bowling well at the time. So I think there will be reinforcements. Um, can Anderson get through four test matches, three, four test matches? 
I don't see why not. Um, I think England need his experience on the field. And I think the, the, the conundrum is, do they go tall left-arm spinner who bowls it into the, into the surface? Or do they go with Rian Ahmed who, does he bowl quick enough? Is it, mm. is it quick enough through the heart, off the surface in the air um, against you know, top quality players of spin bowling? And we just haven't seen wrist spinners do well in India no. in recent times, have we, Monty? It's all the finger spinners. Like Australia, where, yeah. like Australia loves wrist spinners, and they even they looking at Swips and just going, "We'll just throw Kuhneman in. Yeah, he bowls five miles an hour quicker and everything." So it's probably going to be finger spin, isn't it? Yeah, look, I, I think finger spin's going to play you know a huge role. So I, I I think they should go with a tall off spinner. You know, from Somerset, the, the youngster, I think it'll be a very attacking, brave move. And also it gives that variation because of his height, his big hands. You know, that same length, he'll get probably a bit more bounce than some of the other spinners, you know, comp- from the Indian spinners as well. So he could be that sort of X factor, which could make it difficult for, you know, the Indian batsman, you know, to, to sort of get on top of him. And, uh, and, and, and it'll be a brave call as well. You know, we've seen, you know, Brendan McCullen, you know, Ben Stokes, they've obviously, they're going to make, they're going to make some decisions which are going to be like, you know, slightly out of the box, but that's what's made them so successful. And I think like Harmi said, when it comes to certain, you know, big decisions or, or decisions, you know, just outside the box, we think actually that's a quite a risky decision. Captains of the past probably would have said, let's get the first test match out of the way, maybe draw or get a lead and then we'll bring him in. I think Ben Stokes will be thinking, no, I want the off spinner to play. Uh, help with Jack Leach. And like you said, finger spinner is easy to control. You know, the economy rate from one end is a lot more easier to control than someone like Rian Ahmed. So I, I, I think that option, you know, could, could happen. Yeah. The, 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 the Rian Ahmed option helps with the bat and depth. Because if his batting was at like eventually it will help, I don't know how much it helps. Yeah, yeah. me and him could bat number eight uh, hey? in this team, <laughs> me and him are number eight. This so team. we were talking about when before we came to air in 2012. Uh, and back in 2006 as well, uh, and England went with Samit Patel for the first test, yeah. didn't they, in first 2012? Play, yeah. And uh, in Blackwell played in 2006. Yeah. England have always had this, fasc- not fascination, but this kind of safety first approach. Let's get someone who can hit 25 at number eight rather than yeah. someone who's going to take four wickets. That's what I would say. It's, it's whether it actually makes a difference. And I think, I know you played it, <laughs> both of you played it, both because you can't bat, but played in some very bad tails. Mm. And, and I know it's an extreme example, but the point being is I think what Australia did is they kind of went the other way mm. and they just went in. And if you look at the difference between Australia and New Zealand, New Zealand went with Will Somerville, mm. who didn't take a wicket, didn't yeah. look like taking, taking a, wicket, a wicket, right? Yeah. Like, again, you know, if, if you try those safety, I think you're just better off to find the guys who are going to take wickets. At least you keep yourself. I think if, you, if they can work out a way to take... 20 wickets, mm. I mean, they're going to win a test yeah. because that's what Australia basically proved, I think. Whereas the other teams who've gone to India have been so terrified of what they're going to do. They go defensive first. And it's like, well, you can't. They, no one's sticking in on these wickets anyway. It's the plan on wickets which are, have got a bit in them, i.e., and it's going to be a low scoring effect. That 25 could make a, make a difference. Too. It could make a, it could be a, make a massive difference. Yeah. And the point you make about Teal and me, if me and him are on the team, <laughs> it's a Teal, I tell you, isn't it? <laughs> me, and you, me and you are a good Teal. So, but, that could make a a big difference. And I think then it comes back to Monty's going with Bashir. I'd probably go with Hartley. If, if we do go with that young spinner, it comes back to the fact that we put the point that we made right at the top. Stokes potentially having to bowl for them. You know, he'd constantly be with them. And I think come, uh, it will be, you know, Ben Stokes is not only going to, he's does superhuman things. 
I think there's things that he's going to do that no other captain has had to do in India. And that's, you know, from a, a Marshall Natal game plan-esque, mm. that could be his biggest challenge rather than facing Aksar Patel, you know, um, R. Ashwin and, and Ravi Jadeja in, in, over the course of five test matches. Rohit Sharma is 37 in April and Virat Kohli is 36 later this year. They're not going to be around forever. Nobody is. Where and what will this do to the India side when they move away from Test cricket? How close do you think it is as well? Have you seen Jaiswal bat? I mean, there's so much talent just outside of that team. I don't think there's a talent dream that's about to happen. I think this, you know, Prisby Shaw would probably be batting anywhere he wanted in England. In fact, Brendan McCullough would love Prisby Shaw. Um, it, you know, there's so much talent just outside of that team. I don't think the talent is a problem, but you can't replicate the fact that Rohit has lived in Mumbai for a very long time and dealt with all the pressure that goes with that. Yeah. And Virat Kohli is the most famous person in the country. This whole next generation, we don't know how. I mean, Prisby Shaw disappeared, right? He went from playing in Australia, failed in one test, and disappeared. Shubman Gill, we know how talented he is, hasn't made many runs in Test cricket at the moment. Jai Swell's the next big talent. There's all these players coming through. It's all well and good to say that there'll be more talent coming through. Will they be able to handle the pressure at the level that those two have? And that's the thing that is probably, it, it's, it's harder now than even the 90s and the 2000s. When, that's when it got mad, right? When becoming an Indian cricketer was such an unreal experience. It is a thousand times worse than that. There are literally Twitter accounts that all they do is scale the internet for photos of these people out and about all the time. And everything they do is recorded 24 hours a day. That is, you look at Rohit Sharma and he's just handled that, right? He mm. just handles that as a person. And Virat Kohli might not love it as much as, or not, might not handle it as well as Rohit Sharma, but he's used to being the most famous person in the country. We don't know how Gil and Jaiswal and Prisby Shaw and the many other talent and Shreyas Iyer will handle all of this, right, Monty? And we, and we also, one of them is going to have to be a captain as well and but, leader, right? But, that, like, but that's the hardest thing for the next generation Indians because there's always been somebody there. Yeah. And once these two go, that's it. There's nobody there. Because if you think, you know, going back through the, the, the eras and the times and obviously Gavaska and coming to like Capital David and to the next one, and there was Sachin. Sachin was there from 1990 till whenever. Yeah. But then Dhoni. Dhoni was still there. And then mm. Coley's around after Dhoni. And then Rohit Sharma. You've got Rohit Sharma there. Once these two go, it's who is that, who is that lead figure? I always said that Test cricket was alive and always going to be alive. Well, Virat Coley was not only India captain, but playing and batting at number four for India in the Test team because the way he spoke about Test match mm. cricket, the way his respect for the game was, was unbelievable. Um, and the way the way he went on in t in, in the test arena, you uh, right, we're fine. The the greatest cricketer in this generation, from a profile and stature point of view, for where the game is, he's saying it's test matches. What mix drives him? Test cricket's fine. I'm not so sure once he goes because you know who is that? Who is that? Who is that person? And then in the Indian dressing room. Well, it'll be, it must be easy going into the Indian dressing room. Not easy as in because it's obviously the pressure's on you because you're playing for India. But you slip under the radar because Virat's going out first yeah. and then Rohit's going out. You know, we had Sachin before that. We had, we had, you know, like Sirwag and Lakshman and even Dravid. All these players slipped under that, that radar because Sachin was there. Yeah. Virat's there. You know, they're, they're getting on. You know, once they go, 
It'll be the same when Jimmy goes. Mm. Uh, who's going to lead this attack? Broad's gone. Anderson's, a few old teams Anderson's going. The world, yeah, yeah. What, there are many teams. young yeah. teams coming exactly. through. And who can handle, like what you said there, the pressure of who's going to take the new ball for England mm. next summer if Jimmy decides that's it, I've had enough throughout this next five test matches? Who is who is the next yeah. person going to go? I'll stick my hand up. I want to be the next Jimmy Anderson. I'll tell you what, good luck, whoever that is. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you two played against some superstars, right? So, And Monty, you know them a bit more now, don't you? You play Legends cricket out there and you, you, you go out there quite a lot. Harmony, you've... Um, rub shoulders with a couple in the in the studios out in Mumbai. Can you describe the aura a little bit about what it was like to come up against the Seiway? What was he like? You know, when you see them in off off the pitch, on the pitch, Dhoni, of course. You know, Sashin. You know, was it because because cricket is so ridiculous in India? It's not like that in England. So you get your superstars, of course you do here, but it's not like mm. in India. But so what was that like? Yeah, look, I, th- I think in India it's a completely different ball game. You know, the passion for the game, the love, and also how the cricketers are seen. You know, the closest thing we can probably compare it in England is like, uh, you know, the, the footballers, premiership footballers, and that's the the, 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 the top six teams, really. You know, the yeah, Harlands yeah. and, you know, and not, Kevin De Bruyne. And all nowhere of these. near that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and these guys, they're... they're like their Twitter account following is probably bigger than some of the media organizations out there. So they're bigger. They're, mm. Whatever they say has a bigger weight than actually the, the media channels. You know? So when you're on the field, does that aura, you know, does it follow them from the pit, from off the pitch onto the pitch? Are you back, when you're bowling to MS Dhoni or uh, Sachin Tendulkar, are you bowling to the famous person or? Yeah, look, when I played in 06, I remember Freddie throwing the ball at me and he goes to me, go stop being starstruck, bowl him and get him out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, Freddie, I could see it in your eyes. You're just looking at him like this is the, my hero all my life. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Freddie, I will do. And then I just try to focus on getting the guy out rather than thinking, actually, I don't want to get you out. I'd rather you get a hundred against me because you're my hero. I remember, I remember that. Uh... <laughs> I remember, I remember in that actually the, 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 first, the very first time we took the field. And I remember talking to Fred, he was, yeah, was like pulling, you'd dr- you would go from mid-off to mid-off and Monty would go from mid-off to mid-off and he would walk very, very fast to the stumps and then walk very, very slowly between the stumps <laughs> and the stumps. 
and just it's like Monty, just close your mouth, <laughs> just close your mouth. It's like watching honestly, I, yeah. So it's like sitting on yeah, sit on a beach and like yeah, this supermodel walks by. And you, <laughs> You don't really want to say anything because the missus is sitting next to you, but you're just like, you got your glasses on, like, ah, ah, like that. He's like that. I was like, Monty, close your mouth. There's a flyer glowing there. Just close your mouth. And I mean, so slowly getting to there. And then he'd run to the end of his mark. And, uh, and, and um, a couple of times, Fred said to me, so we just pull him along. And I was like, Monty, come on, hurry up. And he's like, and he's like, uh, like that. I was like, Monty, he's human. You can touch him if you want. And, but it was, but, the the hardest thing, the hardest thing is, like you say, playing against that. I was I wasn't like that against um India. I was a little bit in awe of Australia when I first went out to Australia. You know, seeing the size of Matty Hayden, very first up. I mean, I was about three quarters of the size of what I am now, but <laughs> this beam pole of a twenty two year old staring at Matthew Hayden, whose grey nickel's back was wider than him. I was like how am I going to get him out? And then the next one would come in, Ponting would come in, and Steve. So mine was different to Monty because the the Indians have an aura in their in their own country, but yeah. it's it's an aura with the you know, the Indian population. But there is a difference, though, isn't there? Because outside of let's say Boxing Day, day one, yeah. If if you know Hayden hits a four from you, the crowd is completely on top of you yeah. at that moment. But that's what it's like almost every, every time day, Virat or Rohit or mm. Dravid or whatever hits a boundary, right? You are bowling against 5,000, 20,000, 50,000 screaming mm. people. There is a, it's like, you know, Pat Cummins went into the World Cup final and he said, we have to silence the crowd. Not an easy thing to do, right? You have to be on top of them almost all the time. I mean, we have seen leg buys cheered at Wanketi harder <laughs> than we've seen boundaries at Lords cheered, right? It, there, there is, it's a completely different form of cricket and you do have to get your mind around that, even if you're not Monty, you know, um, starstruck. Yeah, I, I remember that. Remember the, the, the Chennai test match after the terrorist attack? We went back and it was like, it was amazing. Yeah, the whole two weeks was just... We all seen the film and it was it was like being in a in a in a in a film. It was just it wasn't like the normal test match because of what it meant to India. It wasn't like the normal test match because of what happened with the terrorist attack. Now we go on the field on the last day in Chennai and they need three eighty five, three eighty seven. And they can't get that, surely they can't get that. And but there were sixty thousand people, crowds going wild. You know, I mean, Jimmy bowled really well to get Sewag off to a blistering start. <laughs> Jeez, that was good. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. You know, KP decided that, well, if we can't, if we can't get him out, bowl to his strength and we'll try and make him get a mistake. So we had two backward points and a man on the fence bowling short and wide at him. And he was just, oh, with, yeah, helicopter style over the top. But it was like I had no control about how I was going to stop it because of the pressure that was on. And then when Sachin came in, he gets 100. He gets to 100. With the winning runs, you know, I said, Yuvraj carries him off, and off he goes. And then he came in addressing him afterwards, and he he sort of thanked us for coming back. It's like uh, you, the, 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 one of the, the the greatest or the greatest icon of cricket in, of, of of my lifetime. He thanks us for coming back to India. You know what this means to like people in India, and thanking us for coming back. I didn't know whether to cuddle him or punch him. <laughs> I really didn't. I didn't know it. It was, but it was just surreal and. Well, I think that at that moment, I realised what, if I didn't know what cricket meant to people in India, I certainly did there because there's the greatest cricketer that has ever played the game in my lifetime. He's five foot four, standing, standing I'm over the top of him, 
and he's thanking us for coming back to his country while he's just got 380 on a fourth, fifth tier pitch to beat us in a test match. And you, that was, but that was an iconic, that was a ridiculous test match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was like, it was like a turning, you know, wicket was turning a lot. We thought, you know, we'll bowl India out, we'll win the test match. And then Seva got them off to a blistering start. And then Yuvraj and uh, Sachin both got hundreds. And, uh, you know, I, I just, Myself, when I was bowling, I, was, I just couldn't really stop them in any way. I, I, I didn't know how am I going to get these guys out because whenever I bowled my good deliveries, they were just scoring singles, find it easy. And then when I tried to sort of, you know, all right, let me push it through. Let me throw it up a little bit. Let me bowl a turner. They kind of felt what I was kind of bowling. They just hit me for a boundary or, you know, do whatever. So I struggled in that, obviously, test match. But I think what Harmi said, it, that it wasn't about winning the test match it meant so much to them as a country with what happened that they were so thankful that you know guys thank you for coming back because it means so much to the country for Sachin to score the winning runs to get that 100 it really lifted the country at the time and it, and it meant so much to them so that was a, a real defining moment you know um, between England and India there's always a lot of battle you know between them but uh, that was a real sort of uh, like a like a sensitive moment for Sachin because it meant a lot to him. Okay, well, look, we're going to wrap things up. If I was to ask you three, give me one hope um, or one thing that you're looking forward to seeing in this series coming up. Jared? I want to see how baseball goes on completely bowler-dominant pitches. Uh, Harmy? Um, one thing, probably I want to see Joe Root score three or four centuries because uh, for me, he's, he is the hope that I feel that England, if England want to win, a lot rides on his shoulders because of, I think, the importance of being able to put runs on the board to give our our bowling attack, who is not as good as the Indian bowling attack, a chance to win the game. Monty? I want Ben Stokes to out-captain Rohit Sharma and I want Basball to succeed on turning pitches because at the moment they think it won't work. Brilliant stuff. I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.